I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So he's got Heather. He's uh, happy. He's got a castle. Now they they make love they in make the love. in the in the gorse, which mm. is quite spiky, and the Heather, mm. Mm. and her name's Heather. Yeah. I did notice a bit of lace front late the at the temple, post mm. love uh, making co- coitus interrupters. Yes, there was a bit of a flap of lace at the temple on Crystal Flamber in that scene. Ah, with the wig. Yeah, coming um, off. It's silly that they've missed that, isn't it? That but is apparently, uh, Russell Mackay was a very, very frenetic uh, kind of, hey, Roy, let's try this. Mm. And they said, the producer went, the continuity one was just in bits because it was just couldn't, couldn't keep up with him, she said. To be fair, I'm usually really good at like seeing a wig and thinking, oh, that looks bad. But I think the wigs are pretty good in this. They are good, but mm. there was a, there's a definite flap mm. here. That's interesting. Yeah. Because mm. um, he does dunk his head in a barrel of water and bring it out without I think so. Well, off. if it's like, yeah, yeah, mm. I thought that. I mean, mm. And obviously it's took its toll on the spirit gum Must've just done. a bit later. Yeah. Yeah, needed redabbing. And then here we go. Yeah. The, the entry. Yeah. With one of the greatest introductions. Mm. Greetings. I am Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez, Chief Metallurgist of King Charles V of Spain, and I'm at your service. Yeah. And she says, who? Mm. Which I think's a joke. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's good. And it's uh, then then the, the weather changes, because the, the, with Sean, with, with uh, Ramirez, mm. comes more than just a visit there's there's the the lightning the 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 skies darken don't they yes and he starts to feel wrong and then there's the back we're back to the old um the old 1500s treatment of women aren't we yes we are go away and talk i'll stay right here he goes he goes uh he goes go in the house he goes she goes i'll go in the house heather and she goes i'll stay right here he goes do as i say woman Mm. But you've got to remember, his accent's not bad because he no. doesn't speak English. Mm. So he's learned to... I'm sure Sean helped him along the way. I bet he did. And he's, In he's the only toilet. seven days he was there. Yeah. Now, the, the quickening happening now is a bit... Yeah, I don't understand Random. That. And also, we should have a sequence where we see McLeod do this because why is, why is Ramirez... Turning up at McLeod to tell him he's in Highlander because there must be other Highlanders as well. Yes, the McLeod could go and see and do the same service if you like. He did. So he's kind of like the mentor. So he's Mister yeah. Miyagi. He's Yoda. Yeah. 
He, yeah. He's that. He's he is that uh, kind of. You Which know. is why it surprises me that there wasn't a Highlander sequel, unless three and four do that. I haven't seen them, um, where he does the same job because otherwise the, it's just it's stupid. I know. It turns up as a ghost in the second one, doesn't it? In the middle of a Shakespeare play, I seem to remember. I've only yeah. ever seen it once. He comes back to one. life, yeah, in a Shakespeare play, and he's like, "Say, get off the stage, shithead!" And he goes, "Shithead." Oh dear. Yeah, it's terrible. No wonder the writer just separated himself from it. He's mm. the, 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 the the producer who wrote it, that with the co-wrote the first, yeah. said that it became something he hadn't envisaged. Mm. Now that's either a caveat for uh, I did a, a terrible job, mm. or Hollywood's gone. No, you gotta have this. That's yeah. great, you know, and then ruined it. It does that thing that that's now called retconning, where you just change the plot of the first one to suit your needs in the second one. Really? Like you say, suddenly they're aliens from another planet. I'm not buying it. No, Ruins stupid, it. stupid. <clears throat> and yeah. as we'll get to at the end, they don't need to, and I'll explain why when we get there. But So, yeah, he's come to mentor yeah. Connor. Cut to a montage of, of uh, yeah. Connor stood on cliffs being struck by lightning. Yeah. What you're feeling now is the quickening. Yes. Mm. Which is like, he, it's just not referred to, and it appears from nowhere, and... Kind of, I'm glad Heather's in the house because she she would just go, "What's going on? Yeah, yeah. what are you two up to?" Yeah, yeah. He says that we were born immortals, and uh, in the end, there can be only one. Yes, there is a lot, quite a bit of exposition. A lot, There's a yeah. hell of a lot of this, but it needs to be there because, yes, because um, is it this is the bit where he says, uh, "When your head comes off its shoulders, it's all over." It's all over. Yeah, so they can only die via decapitation. That's right. Which I would imagine in the Napoleonic thing, they thought, hang on, the guillotine. Guillotine, that's is, terrible. They could have, you could have had that where they go, no, hang him. And they go, you, know, the je- you could have had a jeopardy scene like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've changed my mind. You, you hang him. I mean, yeah. they hang him. Or someone else gets guillotined and Connor gets the old quickening from it. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. He shows you will be drawn mm. to a far away yeah. land for the gathering and yes, the final the far- battle for the prize. The faraway land being New York, New York. So yeah. good they named it twice. That's right. Uh, uh, so we get a montage of them running on the beach, training, riding horses. Training, the stag, feel the stag, he feels the stag, he runs and all that. There's a brilliant bit where... <laughs> oh, yeah. My favourite scene... Go on. Well, we got the transition here from the fish tank where he's yeah. shot the sword. And he goes, sometimes, McLeod, the sharpest blade is not enough. Mm. And then it goes into the fish tank, yeah. up to the waterline, and the waterline is the lock yeah. in Scotland. So good. Now, they explained they put a tank, they shot the tank from the outside, mm. then they shot the tank inside the water. So they put a tank in, a t- oh, in the water. In the sea. In so the lock, a, sorry. Yeah, in the yeah, lock. that's clever. So that's how they did it. But they said the edit, we had to make sure that the waterline cannon was at the right balance for a, tr- a smooth transition. It works perfectly. And it works so amazingly. That's probably the best one. I think it is. It's the one that stands it's, out. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like magic. Mm, it's a kind of magic. So my favourite scene mm-hmm. is the balancing on the boat. Yes. He goes, uh, you're like a woman, you Spanish people. I go, I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You said you were Spanish. You're a liar. You have the manners of a goat, and you smell like a dung heap. And you have absolutely no knowledge whatsoever of your potential. You look like a woman, you stupid haggis. Haggis, watch that. Sheep stomach stuffed with meat and barley. And what do you do with it? You eat it. How revolting. He's taking snuff. Achoo! Don't you tip us over. 
and he falls in the water. <laughs> and when I can't swim, you, you Spanish peacock. When you cannot die, you're immortal. And it, there's a shot of him in a tank uh, mm. in the studio. This is yeah. great because they've mm. dressed in some pond weed yeah. and a few rocks. Mm. He has a slash at the quite because the weight of the sword under the water. Quite an admirable strike at the old pondweed. Yeah. And then goes... <laughs> starts laughing yeah. in a French accent. And that's the first of his cheeky laughs, because he does it all the way through from this film, this bit onwards. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. He's kind of like the French Sid James. He is. Yeah. And he can breathe underwater, because he's immortal. That's right. You cannot die, damn you. And then he's then there's training, more training. It's like Mickey and Rocky, isn't it? Really, it is. And yeah, you get yeah. the, the last shot of two men who clearly aren't Sean Connery and Christoph Lambert standing no, on the big not. rocks on a huge rock up yeah. in the Isle of Skye. That was yeah. that shot, yeah, waving yeah. swords at each other. Then one drops. Uh, Sean Connery Avatar drops his. He and does. And that's, uh, yes. Yeah. How did they find that sword? I hope that yeah. Highlander. I hope that the immortals are magic because they must must be because there weren't no metal detectors then. No, and then he says, I do like the because hmm. he's a stunt man. He's not really an actor, and he's got no. his hands on his haunches, and he's looking down, shaking his head. Yes, it's great. It's great. Shouting down, it's probably shouting down from a helicopter with a megaphone. Now put your fucking hands on your hips, mate. Oh no, I know. But really he, he said they were terrified that the rotors would blow them off the top. Oh, God, the pa- so it's an actual chopper shot. Yeah, you did it with a drone. Now they'd exactly. drop them in. That that would have flown off, and the drone would have got them. But yeah. the actual weight. The the rotors the, the the air pressure from that they said they were really worried the the, the 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 chopper would send them off the thing, and then he says now can't he says now McLeod they're welcome to the quickening or something and then they jump off the cliff into the water yeah into the water there's mm. a brilliant musical bit what I love where mm. they're training and he and and he he for the first time disarms Sean Connery and yes. he falls mm. he goes if it came to the two of us would you take my head yeah and then the music goes from the from the minor. Mm. And you know that they're both good guys. Yes, but they can be only one. But I think if it came down to them two, they wouldn't. They just wouldn't bother. They would wouldn't they? bother. You wouldn't, would you? If you were mates no. with someone, you'd just be like, "What? Well, we're doing all right. Why do we need it's to do all this?" It's all right. I know, but you've got to have a nutter like the Kurgan yeah, exactly. who wants the prize. Yeah, but what is the prize? Because we find Not out later really on. Spoiler sure. alert: the prize is you become mortal. Yeah, and you know everything and feel everything. What does that mean, though? Yeah, I know it's a bit ambiguous, isn't it? And and you and you've gone from this life where you've lived forever to suddenly going, well, I can, I'll probably die in twenty years. I've just seen what I've put here. Uh, I hate you. Good, that's a perfect way to start. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Then there's a. Now I was trying to work out (laughs) what's the income of the McLeod. Oh yeah. Because she says, oh, I might pay myself a new dress. That's right. And I'm thinking, now I I seem to think, no, because she went, oh, he's a lively one. She's bought a chicken mm. and she's got spare groats for a, a frock. And I'm thinking, well, where's your source of income? What's going on? Yeah, they haven't got like a working farmer out, have they? So No, I mean, mm. they have got some wild... Maybe oh, he's eggs. a blacksmith, isn't he? He's a blacksmith. He's a blacksmith. Yeah, of course. Brilliant. Yeah. So, well, well, very, very uh, great job then. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah, he's That's the best blacksmith. So well, he's had at this point he's had a few years of experience, but in a few years he'd have. Yes, he's good. Yeah. So this is when this is when it starts getting a bit sad because the yeah. realise immortality is a curse, and he. 
Sean says you must leave her. You must leave her. You must let Heather go. You must let her go. And he talks about a Chinese bride he had. Yes, uh, her, she was um, Shikiko. Mm. And her father, Mashimoni, made me the sword. The metal folded 200 times. Um, which comes in later with Brenda, who is a metallurgist and so, right. an, an expert thing. She knows, mm. but that she went a sword like this can't exist. Yeah. So he, Sean's rocking this amazing ivory handle, beautiful. Oh. You can buy all these, can't you now? Yeah. For, you can buy the McLeod uh, uh, Clay, Claymore, is it? Yeah, that's right. You buy that and you can buy the Samurai uh, Mashimonish 200 times folded thing you can buy, you probably get the Kurgan you will be able to get the Kurgans mm. I would imagine you'll be, get an assembly Kurgan you would in the little suitcase presentation oh, but it's not cheap you know oh no no I'd probably get the Connery pearl earring would you go for that yeah that would I might go good. for the hat with the peacock fur oh perfect yeah just yeah that's nice pick the kids up in that <laughs> I think you'd rock that yeah yeah uh, yeah, as you say, he's loved, loved and lost before. He's had three wives, so he's mm. he's learned the hard way. Which is the sort of thing Elizabeth Taylor used to tell people. Yes. Yeah. He's like, he'd learned the hard way because it's mm. like hard, he, he, he's done it three times. Yeah. You know, I've only done it once and I won't be doing it again. I tried it once and I didn't like it. Didn't like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great joke, though. It is, really is. Karen Camping? Yeah, uh, abroad. Abroad? Yeah. Yes, the crazy the, the, the woman. Was it Terry Scott? It's June Whitfield. It's uh, Kenneth Connor's married to her. And That's Sid, it. Sid and Joan. Yeah. What's Cigarette. the one where where Peter Butterworth is the is he's everything? That's Karen abroad. That's it. He's the yeah. chef and the and the, the, the maitre d'. Blooding stovings. Bloodings. That's Ch- it. Chips and beanings. Yeah. So yeah, it says Coogan here, the strongest of the immortals. That's right. He's the, he's the strongest one. Is this when he's the, the Coogan? It would work. Uh-huh. Actually, it would work if he was the Coogan because he could go through time. Like in one one era, he's Tony Farino. Yeah. Then he's Partridge. Ernest Moss. Yeah, Ernest Moss. Yeah. Uh, and um, then the not so successful, um, the roadie. Oh yeah, Saxondale. Saxondale. Yeah. We don't talk about him. Go on, stick the boot in, John. Go on. No. <laughs> Steve knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> uh, but you know what I love so. The, 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 there's a big plot hole here, a massive, massive, massive plot hole. Yum. Sean Connery mm. Ramirez yeah. is alone with Heather yes. in Connor's castle. Yeah. Where is Connor? It, well, I looked this up, and all it says is he's away. Ridiculous. Don't know where. Maybe he's delivering well, a sword. Well, he's going to Glasgow. He's going to Glasgow. He's going to Socky Hall Street for a for a haggis pie, for a scotch pie, deep, deep fry, but battered pie. He's doing the Glasgow Empire. Honestly, just ridiculous. But, yeah. you know, like just like we had Christoph Lambert's Sixth Sense when the, uh, Fazil was in the basement of the... Yeah. There's a... Sean's reaction here is... Speaking from an acting point of view as an actor, mm. is m- just splendid. Yeah. That just that knows something. Heather, get out. Yeah. I just... You go... It gives me goosebumps, that reaction. Yeah. What slightly ruins it is when the Kurgan bursts through the door and yeah. when the door goes to pieces, you can see it's bolstered. Polystyrene. Yeah, polystyrene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about that. It went mm. wrong, that. Did it? Yeah, yeah. So, mm. I'll tell you what happened. They only had one shot at it because mm. there was only one door. Mm. Supposed they went through it with the stunt uh, fighter ranger and it was swing to the right, to the left. So, so Clancy came through and he went... He's supposed to put his blow... Once he comes through, his blows were all supposed to go to the left. He went to the right, and there was a, 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 a practical candelabra on a table next. 
he hit it. It went flying through the air, whizzed past Sean Connery's ear, and just it ended up in the crew. And Sean Connery walked off. Oh God! Yeah, because it was such a close call. And then they they had to really console Clancy because he was in bits, because he was only young and he never he working with this the the enigma that is Mr. Connery. Yeah. And they had to say, look, it was an accident, you know. Mm. And he said, sorry, I just got a bit carried away. I got carried away. Mm. And um, that's yeah, that 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 happened in that scene. He said, "You're fucking right, you're dead." Yeah, but you only had seven days on Sean. I mean, I I don't really like all that kind of, you know, not turning up for your reverses where you've just shoot oh, on one yeah. actor and then a double stands in for you. And yeah, he did that a lot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did because the golf was number one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it goes on today a lot where mm-hmm. actors won't won't just they just go home early, and I just think. You're being paid. Mm. Do your do your bit. Yeah. Do your bit. I think one of the worst, ca- the first cases of it, John, was on the waterfront with Rod Steiger in the back of the taxi. Oh, is it Brandon really? was not there. Yeah. When you on saw when you singles on on Rod. Mm. No, not there. And then there's the other thing. If if you do over the shoulder, like a, they call it a dirty two, where you, where you can mm. see a bit of the actor. Yeah. They That's have to put standing. that actor, they have to find an actor that same height, same build, put them in a wig, put them in a costume, you know what I mean? It's mm. just like, just read in. You, I mean, they, everyone should, acting day one, you should be made to watch the Michael Caine acting class. I think so. Look yeah. at Andy Serkis, he's scurrying around in all fours, going, precious. That's right, yeah. He does it, he gets, he's there, hands on. Yeah. And of course, uh, Mr. Kokajaja, he had the head. <laughs> yeah. On top of his head. That's right. A very popular character that was too. Well, never worked again. No. So the big battle. Yes. Ve- and this is where uh, the the home the home comes under the hammer, literally, it does. But, the, but under the sword. Yeah. And then we realise that the pointing of this particular castle um, is shocking. Shocking. It's, it's po- possibly been done like like that changing rooms episode where they made the hanging shelves full of teapots. That's right. And they all and it all goes, doesn't it? That's what they should have said when they went to that woman and said, they should have said, well, the Kurgan showed up and, and fought he, with Sean Connery in your it. living and room. He, he swung his sword the wrong direction. I'm afraid your teapots are... Um, <laughs> it's, they're no more. They're not immortal, I'm afraid. No. There can be Lots only one Femme left. Fatale screaming in here. Yes. Oh, yeah. She might cut us improve your voice. And then he says, ah, is oh, that McLeod's so woman? Two... And he says, no, no, no. she's with me. Exactly, and then he falls. So he's a, he's had a real he's 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 had a throat cut. Yeah, a, a real running in. I don't right know in. why Connery stabs him in the stomach with a sword. What's the point? Exactly. Pardon the pun. And he ends up on it. I was gutted when oh, I just thought because yeah. if you watch it for the first time, you think he's going to go the distance. He's yeah. the, he's one of the stars. When that head comes off on the top of that, mm. when that animated little action man gets his head chopped yes. off, stop frame. Yeah, on that uh, stairwell. Mm. That's. I mean, there's a pop video thing there going on. Isn't oh, there, absolutely. Yeah. Lightning, and then ah, oh, a bit of comedy fall from the the Kurgan, and then yeah. he appears. Hello, yeah. pretty. Mm. And poor Heather, because he because Sean tells, uh, tells uh, asks who's the woman. Yes, and Sean she's goes, she's me. mine. Yeah, which is but important he, later. Yeah, but he's a bit of a one anyway, because he said the story he's telling Heather, he goes, uh, well, I, I swung through the window, and the, unfortunately the lady had gone. Oh, she went, what did you do? He went, I introduced myself to the lady that was there, and she was most helpful. Well, 
I wouldn't. Would you, Connor? Would you go away? Yeah. To Glasgow Empire and leave your missus with with the man that talks tells stories like that. To be fair, he was sharing the bill with Des O'Connor, so he had to go. Okay. Oh well, of course. And yeah. the, and the, and uh, the, it was one of those terrible winters. Yeah. Mike and Bernie. <laughs> um, there's two of them. <laughs> yes. That's that's true. Isn't it? Oh, Christ! There's two of them. <laughs> Through the curtains. Oh dear. Well, three uh, if you count Schnorbitz. So we are. Uh, I'm yeah, devastated. So- yeah, so Connor, yeah, he comes home and, <clears throat> and then we basically get a montage of him living out the rest of Heather's days. She comes over the hill as an old lady. That's right. Um, and he says, oh, you look... He says, my God, Heather, you look fucking dreadful. That's the makeup's really not good. Yeah, the, no. the hair's right, but mm. it's just like... Oh. And we, we also get... Who wants to live the river? I don't mind that song. That's brilliant. That's Brian May, you know. That's wrote that. Yeah, that's his, that's his one. That's his one. Yeah. Which is Roger Sailor's? Uh, it's kind of magic. Is it? Yeah. Did Freddie write one? Yeah, he did uh, Princess of the Universe, I think. Oh, I like that as well. Mm. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Isn't it? And what Pretty about the Deacon? Uh, I don't think Deacon did anything. Did he not? Maybe. He's the quiet. He's, he's the one. He's the quiet man, isn't he? He's the one. I remember, I remember in the papers when it was the um, it was some sort of Queen anniversary recently. And Queen, oh yeah, that's right, because Queen were doing the Jubilee concert, you know, before Queen di- Queen died. Yeah. And the papers had Queen, you know, appearing at wherever it was, and then they had they tracked down, they papped John Deacon going out to buy a, some beer in a blue bag from an offy. Oh dear. So he was bag John John Bagger Cans Deacon. It's like you know, Sid Barrett. They used to like trying to find yeah. him, didn't they? And it was just like. It's like the brother in the cause. He never gets a look in, does he? The girls no. get all the attention. Well, he is a bit loopy, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. A bit anti-vax and all that. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, one of them, is he? But I think John Deacon, Sid Barrett, like, was like properly not well. But I think John Deacon's fine. He just didn't want He's fine, just do don't want anymore. the fame. Yeah, he, yeah. Did, he, he wrote another one back the door, didn't he? John yeah, Deacon. he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, so Heather has passed passed away. Sadly, passed away. And the McLeod yeah. sword, the the claimant is yeah. is the grave, the marker, yeah. the grave. Someone had think, that away a couple. I of just days went. Yeah. What are you doing? And then I went. Hang on. You've got Sean's sword. He's taken sword. You've yeah. got Mashimonish two hundred folded blade. Yeah. So uh, we're back in New York. Mm. Um, to she comes uh, to see Connor and says, "I want to know about this sword that's from six hundred BC." She does. Yeah. And. Um, Yes, it's that she knew she knows from her tests that the blade was folded. So she said, "A sword like this is not supposed to exist." Yeah. And Sean, and then uh, Christoph comes up with a lovely chattel line. He goes, "Do you cook?" She goes, "Yes." He goes, "I thought we might have dinner." Mm. And uh, now I'll show you another sword, which is basically I'm coming into your flat. Yeah. yeah not like normally. You go, would you like to go for dinner? Yeah. So if if anyone's watching and they want to like you know make, get things moving quickly mm. uh, in a in a in, in a dating situation is do you cook yes I thought we might have dinner together M- saying but which is quite sexist it is a bit really but, you're doing the cooking but also I'd asterisk that with a little footnote saying it also helps if you look and sound like Christoph Lambert in nineteen eighty six yes and, and we're Diodorus yeah Diodorus yeah. central. She's on to Connor. She's on yeah. to And then we have a, a, a great transition. Uh, mm. It's breaking the, the, the crossfade. Uh, well, we're introduced the, to Rachel, aren't we? Yeah, and there's... Mm. Yeah, Rachel is his secretary. Yes, or right. kind of runs the runs the antiquities shop. Yes. Played by... Um, 
Dennis Lawson's late wife, um, who, who is, was lovely, was with my agent, uh, my first, uh, with JM Associates. Yeah. She, I, I met her once because she was, it was one of those nice old boutique agencies. Yeah. Where you just, it was on Beak Street in London. You just go in and have a brew. Sheila and Gish. you never knew who would be in there. Yeah. And you'd just sit on the sofa and have a cup of tea. Aww. But they're all a bit kind of like, you know, LA and disconnected phone, you know, headsets. And mm. they're not as, they're not as friendly as they used to be. Sheila Gish. But, Sheila, yeah, mm. she was in there, and she was Dennis Lawson's wife. Oh, I sadly no passed away. Yeah. yeah, not long ago. Yeah, yeah, very, very sad. Oh, so another Star Wars connection with Dennis Lawson, of course. Of course, is he yeah. red? Uh, Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles, yeah. that's right. He always he had played his pants by three up different really people, high. I think. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was always Dennis, wasn't it? Something about that. There's another guy in it. There's um, who's I've got. I had a book, and it was stills with him in it, and he's got. He goes. He's a uh, Biggs Darklighter. Oh, right, right. Yes. Do you know, have you heard of him? Yeah, Garrett Brown, wasn't he? With a tash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got pretty much cut out completely of Star Wars, didn't he? Yeah, it's rotten, that, isn't it? Yeah. That must suck. So, Sheila's, uh, Sheila Gish is, uh, mm. is Rachel. And we yeah. wonder, well, we don't know what Rachel's come from. Where's Rachel come from? Exploding, uh, shattering glass mm. uh, transition. Another amazing one. Yeah. Nazi Germany. Yeah. She's hiding from a Nazi. Uh, he opens it up. I don't really know where this is set because she's English. Yes. So no idea. No idea. And he goes, he goes. You're like me. You're you're alone. Mm. And then you see a very evil-looking, uh, great. Mm. Uh, do you know he reminded me of Matthew Horn? Oh yeah. He's, he looks a bit like him. Yeah. Uh, and um, his name's Matthew Heil. Yes. <laughs> I love all those plays on all the Germans where where you where you have uh, you you use hair, but it's like uh, what well, your name? He goes hair dryer. Oh, and nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, League of Gentlemen had hair lip. Yes, hair lip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Hair treatment and yeah. uh, hair product <laughs> and <laughs> anything. Hair, hair. What is your name? Hairdresser. Hmm. Camp one could be called hairdo. Yes, yeah. hairdo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, she, she's saved, and then he he gets shot, yeah. and she goes, oh, "This is then." There's there's a bit of a kind of breaking the fourth wall here with the mm. song of the thing, but maybe well, the song was written around. The... It was. This came first. Roger Taylor heard the line and thought that's a good name. Oh, a good name great! For song. What a great hook. Yeah. And he gone, "Oh, that's brilliant." I'm glad it's worked. The, not the other way around. Mm. Yes. Yeah, he goes, "Hey, it's the kind of magic." Mm. Then, because he doesn't die when the Nazi shoots him, I'm waiting and then to he say the gets line. up. Yeah. schießen," he says, which translates as "You'll have to shoot me first. Oh. And he goes, "Whatever you say, Jack, you're the master race." <laughs> and he goes, doo, 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 doo. "Bang, gone. And Rachel saved. Rachel is the little girl." That's right. And he has adopted her, basically. But when he uses the machine gun, it's my le- one of my least one of my bugbears in film is that when someone shoots the gun and they just flinch mm. and blink all the way through it. Oh, all that. Yeah. I don't like it when they waggle it around. Yeah. It would like I mean, there's less chance of hitting him. They don't hold right. it stock still. No. But he does, uh, he does that thing like someone who's not. I mean, I'm not saying you have to use. Me and Steve Coogan like, we used to say. It's mm. like when people driving in old movies, the steering wheel's like yeah, going left and right. right. And mm. I said, let's do a, you should do a wide from behind. And mm. it's all over the road. Mm. <laughs> uh, right, where are we? Rachel. Um, so we, we then flash forward and Rachel says that you never let anyone love you. 
you'll always be alone. Yes, it, she she feels his pain because she knows his story. Mm. And I think she, maybe she holds a little torch for him. She does, mm. I think so. But it's kind of like almost incestuous. They can't. It they can't, can't be like that because no. no, that can't happen. Just be wrong. It's like he met her when he, she was a child. He's not Bill Wyman. No, he's not. Definitely not. No, no yew tree going on here. No, 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 no. It's funny because I saw a guy repairing trainers the other day. My girlfriend made a joke. She went, what you do is you... Uh, I said, what do you do to get the dints out of the end, you know, of the trainer? Yeah. And you put a shoe tree in it and steam it. She went, is it called Operation Shoe Tree? <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, good if there was some sort of... Well, not good, but if there was some sort of sexual exploitation going on in the shoe business... What Operation Shoe Tree? Operation Shoe Tree. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. I, I don't think they're great, you know, because the guy said I don't want anyone to sell you these because he went they'll keep your shoes as bright the day you, good as the day you bought them. Yeah, He's, he admitted the guy. Hmm. Um, so uh, he turns up at Rachel's. Is it now? He goes to Brenda's flat. To Brenda's, that's right. Yeah, and she goes, "Oh, make yourself at home. I'll just go and fix my hair." I'd love to know what she's cooking, but we never find out. We never find out because no. he looks immediately finds a gun. He does. Finds uh, that she's tape recording everything. That's right, in a box, in yeah. a cigar box, and then looks out in the window and says, nice view. Yeah. yeah. She went, oh, you think? Right. And um, I love your apartment, Brenda. Uh, mm. And then he says, uh, he gives her a gift. Mm. And oh, the gift is love it. her own book. So he's been she playing goes, with her. Yeah. You bastard. Mm. I thought it was a bit strong. Mm. It's a bit strong. You might have been asking her to sign it. Yeah, he could have been, couldn't he? Mm. He goes, why are you going to turn off the tape recorder and shoot me with a forty-five? <sighs> why has that bald policeman been watching? So mm. he's on to the whole set up. Yeah. And she went, I don't work for them. She, she's trying to, she's like fascinated by him. She wants to know about the, the uh, mushroomoni sword. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to know that. She fancies him. Yeah. She really has to try and sell it to him. that she Because she, she knows he's prime suspect for yeah. the Fazil shopping. And um, then he gets his brandy out, and there's a Which classic American old. thing here yeah. because they're very, very fucking blasé about uh, things French. Mm. Like they call a chaise lounge a chase lounge. Yeah. And cream de menthe. They call yeah. creme de menthe. It's, it's cream de menthe. Mm. And he says, brandy bottled in 1783. She goes, that's old. <laughs> <laughs> that's old. And I'd have gone, the date's over. Is that all yeah. you can say? Imagine yeah. what that's worth. It was a very good year. Mozart wrote its great mass. The Montgolfier brothers went up in their first balloon. And England recognised the independence of the United States. And she, go. goes, and she goes, is that true? Does she say that? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he goes, oh, fucking hell. This woman's like a qualified scientist. I know. Oh, dear. And you just see him reach down, pull his trousers back up, zip up and leave. She's very, but quite eccentric. She's very selfish, really. Very she just selfish. wants to know about the sword. He mentions that in a minute, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Oh. So he, he, I, I don't think. I mean, there's obviously a spark between them, but it's not really apparent. You know, I, I would have thought, well, she's only after me for me sword. Mm, well, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so he goes to meet um, Castagir on the bridge. He does. Hugh Quashie from... Um, Hugh Quashie from Casualty. From, Holby City. And he's done Star Wars, hasn't he? He has. He was in The Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah. And yeah. he was in Clive Barker's Nightbreed. Is he in that? Yeah. Is he a creature? I think he's a policeman. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I like that film. 
I do like that film as well. Oh, it's very underrated. Film. I think so. I love Cronenberg's baddie in that. It's yeah, fantastic. Great mask. Really good mask. And all the monster design in that's really fun. Very, very good. Yeah, and the music's yeah. good. Danny Elfman. The yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, so they reminisce. They're basically like, where's well, the gather? Soon the gathering. But do you remember in 1783 that duel? Yes. And then we get him flailing around being drunk while the man... Yes, yeah, the comedy Dickie scene. This, isn't it? this is a pivotal comedy scene yes. where he allows himself um, for calling his wife a bloated warthog, I believe. Bloated warthog. And it's Mr. Bassett and his effeminate fop, yes. Hotchkiss. That's right. Connor survives several stabbings. Mm-hmm. This is Boston Common, 1783. This. That's right, yeah. And uh, he, he's clearly, he goes, which is funny, there's an ironic thing here. He goes, his wig falls off his face. He goes, Christ, I've gone blind. And I thought, <laughs> well, you are already. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he can't, apparently, he's allergic to contact lenses. That's right. That was it. I, was, I couldn't remember. But that that's bit. the yeah. whole thing. He's wielding swords everywhere. It's like, yeah, whoa, terrifying. cool, blind, scary. So the, the, he's been run through about three times. And yeah. the very camp, Mr. Hotchkiss says, shoot him, sir. Shoot him. Shoot hmm. him in the back, sir. And at this point, um, Mr. Bassett has had enough. He has both dueling pistols and shoots Hotchkiss. He gets it in the back with both guns. Yeah. Kurgan in the motel. Oh, I was going to say as well, if I was Connor, I want more scenes. Because you mentioned him window cleaning for Napoleon. Yes. I want him doing more things. It's not a joke, that, either. That was said. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was said on the interview. I'd like to see him perhaps doing the spaghetti trees practical joke for the BBC in the 50s. Fantastic. Or inside the elephant that did the poo on Blue Peter. That would be good. That would be brilliant, wouldn't Mm. it? It's on my foot. That would be brilliant. I'm just trying to think of one that's uh, kind of like... um... Well, my my go-to is always the 1989 Brit Awards, but it hasn't happened yet. So I can't do that one. The 1989 Brit Awards. The one with Mick Fleetwood. And oh Sam my God, Fox. and Sam Fox. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Or maybe when the when the when uh, Sue Lawley read the news and the and the the the, the people stormed the studio. Oh, the the lesbian activists. Uh, yes. Yeah. And Nicholas Witchell had to sit on them. Oh, he sat on them, did he? Apparently, yeah. Oh dear. Mm. A nice detail, though, John. It is, isn't it? It's good. Good yeah. mental image that. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Kurgan's back. Kurgan's He's back. in the motel. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I hear Candy said you were kind of kinky. Mm. Don't ever speak to me. You understand? Um, and then there's a great line here. Which is brilliant because yeah. he goes off and he's really wound up and like quite, quite, you know, a mm. bit of a hiatus in. He's terrified and he goes, I hope you get your goddamn head chopped off, you asshole. <laughs> Which is exactly what we want to happen. Yeah. But he doesn't know that. No, but it has been in the news and in the papers, isn't it? That someone's going around decapitating people. Ah, oh, clever, so. John. I never thought of it yeah. like that. I just thought it was like just uh, an ironic mm. coincidence. No, I think he might have even been reading the paper as he came down with that headline. What's he called? Nyom Nyem? Yeah, Nyom Nyob. Nyom Nyob. Mm. I was getting mixed up with Ri Yees. Oh. Yeah, because I remember we, we, me and my brother used to test each other. We'd put figures in a bag, laying like the football they go, Chelsea oh, versus yeah. West Ham. <laughs> We'd put them in there, hold them up and go, who's that then? He goes, that's Klaatu. And I go, very good, yeah. Klaatu. We used to like... Uh, because we didn't like sport, we used to do guess the Star Wars character oh, nice. and put the minifigures in a in a drawstring bag and pull them out. They always had good names, didn't they? Didn't they? Like Chief Chirper. Chief, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to um, lost the like sands Akbar. of times. Yeah, Akbar. So what's a, what's a super rare one? Mm. I don't know if you had it. I didn't. Mm. Mm. I think we did have it, but you know, it's got to be mint in box though. Yeah, Darth Vader. Hmm. Helmet comes off, Luke, blonde Luke underneath. Oh, I don't think I ever saw that. No, very rare. Oh. Very rare. I remember my brother had to send off for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Did he? Or was it Boba Fett? I can't remember, one of the two. Anyway. Okay. So we get you, you, the fellow you mentioned earlier driving his Trans Am. Yes, the Vigilante. The weird Vietnam vet with an Uzi. Yeah, and a T-shirt with Hey Moscow on it. Moscow, yeah. as yeah. they would say. Hey Moscow, and so a bit McCarthyist. Yes, and it's that uh, who would probably be on Russia's side now, funnily enough. Um, and it's that actor, Scottish actor who used to be in everything, and I don't know his name. He's great. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's driving a Trans Am Firebird 78 that's, uh, that seamlessly becomes a 79 from the nerds. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, so it could be the Coogan. He'd notice he, that. Aha! Yeah. Uh, you've changed my car. It's terrible. It's <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, he sees the Kurgan. He would know. Steve would know. He would. I mean. He knows yeah, his car, Steve. Yeah. If he was the Kurgan, he'd stop fighting and go, "Hang on, just a minute. This is this is this is right." This. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we yeah. stop filming, please? Yeah. I insist we get the seventy-eight back. Well, with Steve, he's gone back to the. No, 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 no we're not turning over again until we get it right. That would happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he sees great the practical effects I've mm. got here. Yeah, because yes, you get the now this is so. We've introduced Hugh Quashie's character, Castagir, mm. 
and it was, it was lovely because mm. there's a bit when they meet and they go, "What have you got?" And they put their hands inside, and you think, "Oh God, is the sword coming? Oh, I'm gonna yeah. have a fight!" And he goes, and he pulls out a hip flask. Hip and he goes, flask. "What are you going to need?" He goes, "I got some boom boom," mm. and he goes, and that's it. But they talk about the Boston Common fight. No uh, evidence of of Castigier there. So I'm I'm, mm. I'm 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 imagining it's a story that. Uh, Connor has related to him and he's oh, remembered. So he's an unreliable narrator. Yeah, because he's not there, is he? He's no. not at the. He's not at that that actual the duel. No. So this is the reason why we have Castigier introduced is because the Kurgan, because there can be only one. We need to get rid of Castigier. So well, essentially, this, what we're saying is there's only three Highlanders left. That's right. Or, or mortals, sorry. Yeah. Could they had a black one in though? Because then yeah. those dead in that day and age, they didn't get a look in, did they? No, you know, I was going no, to say. I was going to say it's quite progressive, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, he mm. buys it, but yeah. he's dealt death through the the Kurgan sword, yeah. which the uh, vigilante witnesses and yes. rains down. I don't think he blinks though, John. I don't think he, he doesn't. He, no, he's no. going for it. Yeah. Riddles him with lead. Yeah. And he is run through Oof, and just flipped off like a, a skewered piece of barbecue chicken mm. and slides down the wall. And uh, then uh, the Kurgan runs away. Uh, people are screaming. And he jumps into a car, cuts the roof off, so he half converts the car to a cabriolet. This is very weird, this bit. Yes, it is. Mm. And for his getaway, he carjacks, uh, he pulls a man out in a kind of like, you know, you remember Harry Enfield's character? You don't want to do it like that. You want yeah. to do it like this. <laughs> yes. A man dressed exactly as him. Exactly, yeah. Is thrown aside and a lady in a rainmate. Now, I used to work in a hairdresser's when I was a teenager on a okay. Saturday. Yeah. And we used to sell rainmates. So it's like and what I love about them, John, bib. is yeah. they still have the font and the and, on the on the packaging in the cardboard. Hmm. Exactly like you find some practical jokes, 1950s, like the ah. the, the poo poo cushion. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, you know mm. that kind of that. So the the, mm. the 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 packaging has not s- changed. But what I've always loved about them, they have a little visor on the mm. top. That's right. It doesn't appear to be raining though, but she's come prepared. Yeah. And uh, he looks at her and goes, "Mom." And drives off at great speed with her screaming, and a, uh, showing her bloomers. Yeah, and a wacky Queen song playing. Yes, hmm. isn't it New York, New York? I think it might. No, well no, be. that's later with Brenda, isn't it? But it's, I think oh, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, when they do like an, an overture that where it's in parts. Yeah, I think it's the introduction to that. Yeah, I think you're right. It's heavy on the drumming, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very weird. The vigilante's scene. in hospital, alive, yeah. miraculously alive. Yeah, he's, we, we don't hear what he tells the police. No, we don't, because no. that's the bit where Castigier's body rises into the air, mm. and it's supernatural, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, he, 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 he kind of talks, and he's, it's quite good, because the eerie music plays over it, and mm. you go, well, what's happened here? And then I realise what it, they think, my God, he's a nutcase. Mm. And, he, and, the, and the bald policeman goes, God, this is getting like one step behind. Mm. A madness come in? No, they don't. That would have been great though. If they came in and they all got their heads cut off in one, because they were walking in a line, you know, like right against each other. Yeah, all of them. And get out of here! What have I told you? Kurgan comes in and just sweeps. Visiting time is not till three. (laughs) Perfect. So he survived that, and they think he's a nutter. He shouldn't have survived that though. But what? Well, I've just realised the reason for this scene is they Mm. show him a picture of Russell Nash. Oh yeah. 
Because he's their prime suspect. That's he goes, right. no, that's not him. Hmm. And they went, what? Who, who is it? And they went, you reckon you could do a photo fit of this guy? And he does, and he's on the paper, isn't he? Yeah, it's a little crab man who runs a little crab shack. Front of the... Uh, front of the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, these always have to be crabby patties. <laughs> yeah, and he cuts to Plankton at a hot dog stand. Yeah. Going, have you seen that, Mr. Krabs? Uh, <laughs> he's and, cutting uh, people's heads off now. That's someone, fa- that's someone famous. He's who, Plankton as well. He's got a strange name, hasn't he? Yeah. Mr. Lawrence does the voice of That's Plankton. his name, Mr. Yeah. Lawrence. Sounds like weird, Mr. It Lawrence, sounds like Mr. Rogers. A sitcom, and it's the cat man living upstairs. Mr. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'd be good. I wish you young people would keep the noise down. Oh, please do keep it down. With your stereo. I'm trying to trim high this bonsai noise. tree. <laughs> Will you turn your high fidelity? Turn your high fidelity stereo down, please. Um. <laughs> so the photo fit is very good. Mm. They've got a really good artist in. Yeah. And uh, the hot dog man is, uh, what does incompetent mean? Hmm. What does baffle mean? And he's just taking the mickey out of the place. Well, hmm. we know they're incompetent because a they didn't find the sword in the in the yeah in the car park. They and let B, the two main suspects run away via helicopter. Yeah, they only hey, you drop your weapon, you come back. Hmm. So we know that they're, they're they're incompetent and baffled. So we've kind of he's right. This yeah. hot dog man's right on the money. I was thinking as well if I was an immortal. I'd I'd become a stuntman. Yeah, that'd be a great job, wouldn't it? Yeah, because you'd never, you, you, you'd all never have no fear, would you? No, you'd be like Chip Cobb. You yeah, yeah, yeah. If you heard that, if if you heard the direction right, <laughs> jump uh, in the water. <laughs> Where did you, you get that idea? Chip, you're like a lamb to the slaughter. Where jump on you... the cliff in the water. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now then, hmm. there's a bit where Heather has said. Does it? Yeah. We, if you if you can take your mind back that far, when she passes away, when she passes away, she went. Yeah. Will you light a candle, candle for me on my birthday? Yeah. Cut to. I think it might be St. Pat's in New York. I'm not sure. Yeah. It looks a bit small. Maybe it is St. Patrick's. Uh, Connor's lighting a candle for Heather. Yeah. And he sits to say a little prayer for her, and there is a little bit of um, something's not right because yeah. we get that mm, music. And he's here, Kurgan. Castagir is gone, and only you and I remain. Uh, but they're on holy ground. So uh, pl- yeah. the, the previous plot exposition by Ramirez says, yes. only on holy ground. You can't fight. Mm. There's none of that. So he's sporting a new look, is uh, the yes. Kurgan. Shaved his uh, head. The Kurgan. Uh, I've shaved my head. Uh, it's all my hair's come off. I've got a, a bit of a tattoo on the side of my head. <laughs> And, uh, have I, where have my uh, throat got cut? I've got these lovely Vivian Westwood uh, punk safety pins holding you, my head on. That always bothers me. You'd want to hide them, not not sh- celebrate them. He loved that look, apparently, Clancy. Mm. They Did said, he? oh, once he got that on, he was all he was. Um, so uh, some of this it smacks of ad lib to me. Some of these bits yeah. in this in this church. Yeah, definitely. With, with a uh, 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 yeah. stick of the song out of the nuns, yeah. and then he goes, "Nuns, no sense of humour." Mm. He says, "Happy Halloween, ladies." Happy Halloween, Halloween, ladies. Yeah, yeah. And then we find out the the the. Now this is the impetus for Connor really to go to town on him. Yeah, I mean he hated him enough already. Yeah, but Ramirez was in a feed snob. He died on his knees, and I raped his woman before his blood was even cold. 
Mm. And then he goes, and you see Connor's face, he mm. goes, ah, he was your, she was your woman. Mm. And then he says, just to rub the salt in, mm. perhaps I gave her something you never could mm. and secretly yearned for my return. And then the priest comes over. Mm. Connor threatens him. He said, I'll see you outside. Outside toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've always loved that. You know, people go, Cockneys go, you toilet. Yeah. You know, and you've never seen that in a film. You know, people go, outside. Yeah. Meaning, I'll fight you outside the pub. Mm-hmm. I would love him to go, outside toilet. Yeah. He sort of does that in Get Carter with uh, George from, the, the barman from Minder, didn't he? Does he say outside toilet? Well, he gets him outside and it's by the outside toilets, so. God, I've not seen that, that film. I love that film. It's dark, though. Oh, it's bloody dark. So brilliant. Yeah. I remember that pub in that. It's in Newcastle, isn't it? That yeah. pub that they go in. It's so I remember that my mum and dad. The old pub would let a kid in, yeah. and you'd go in, and it was like that. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, thick with smoke. And a six-fingered man. A six-foot, yeah. Give yeah. me six. Yeah. Uh, he died. This is about Ramirez. He goes. Yep. He was an effete snob. He mm. died on his knees and I raped his woman. And then he says, uh, Connor's fuming now, mm. and he stays in the church and says. Uh, Forgive me, Father, I'm a worm. And he licks his hand. Oh, it's horrible, that bit. Then says, I wonder whether this is an ad lib. Mm. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Mm. Neil Young. Yes. He came up with that. That's right. Uh, but extra trivia, John. Mm. Kurt Cobain's suicide note. Oh, yes. He, he, put on that, he put that on it. Yeah. Yeah. Quite sad. That's very sad. Isn't it? Duh. All right, uh, big man. So yes, that's Neil Young came with the lyric, and um, and poor old Kurt, he put that in his suicide note. And uh, uh, Clancy had lived it in a in a Catholic cathedral. I don't know which story is sadder. Sadder, yeah. Brenda turns up. Yes. Wants to know what the hell's going on. Connor she's done takes, some digging. She has done some mm. digging, and he went, "All right, I've had it. All right, here we go. Mm. Th- this is time to prove something." Mm. <laughs> she turns up. So he takes her to the inner sanctum, the treasure vault. Yeah. The the answer. The, the, we get the, a lovely shot of the camera going right down, right down to the circular sofa, and then tipping up to see them. It must be that jib that they mentioned. Yeah. I didn't make a note of that. I did. There's a special. It says, you know, certain people have patented certain camera things. Mm. It's a French guy who did made did that thing. Oh. Mm. It's good. The DLP, but it's like two. I didn't realise John. Two hours of special features. I'm like halfway oh. through at 1.5 frames per second. I once. I met just them. wished I'd. I want to watch it now. Yeah. All I, of it. I once met the man who uh, I think very patented or at least invented the Steadicam. Really. I called Garrett Brown. Yeah, for The Shining. I was going to say Kubrick was the first on yeah. that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Amazing. I think he said they'd used it a couple of times before, but they hadn't quite perfected it. But for The Shining, it was like perfected. I didn't re I didn't know that you know I thought the Renovant was the first one that used just natural lighting and it's not oh, Kubrick it's used Barry it in Linden, uh, Barry Linden yeah. yeah all the candle stuff that's yeah. that's amazing amazing he said that Kubrick's been copied so much though his yeah. directorial style mm. uh, so he takes her into the inner sanctum mm. he explains he's been alive for four and a half centuries and cannot die yes he was born on the shores of Loch Shield in the village of Glenfinnan in 1583. He then commits Harry Carey with her assistance. Yes. And pulls her hand with a small dagger into him. Now, you'd have, she, in real terms, hmm. she'd have run him out and gone nutter. Yeah. Not snogged him. No. But this, is, this, was, what, this was the pivotal moment because he's, 
it's just like okay but i find it a bit odd that the 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 yeah. they're the, the turned she's turned on by the fact that she he has made her stab him yeah it's a bit weird it is weird not not right but then because it's a film from the 80s we get a gratuitous sex scene there is a gratuitous sex scene very nicely yeah. lit i might add yeah uh, very nice but uh, uh, lots of sort of side boob and bottoms yeah yeah both in good shape yeah yeah uh, and then, like all relationships that are flourishing, hmm. post, uh, so they've probably spent the night at the, at the loft apartment. Yeah. And then he's gone, hey, do you want to go to the zoo? Mm. And she, they go, yes. Yeah. So they thought, well, yeah, we'll go to uh, Central Park Zoo. Why not? Let's go and have a look. Hmm. And the lion goes, <laughs> and he gives the lion a look. Hmm. And the lion goes, hmm. stops. Yeah. A bit like Crocodile Dundee, exactly. whistling at those dogs. Hmm. Yeah. The water bath, so he's yeah. got a bit of so as a as a as an immortal you have a bit of power over animals as well. Yeah. But while they're walking romantically through the zoo, I've got here the shadow of uh, the shadow of the Coogan. Yeah. Hovering in the background. Knowing he me. could have took him out there at the zoo, because he's off guard with his lady, isn't he? Yeah. He's like got his other interests, but no, he's waiting. Right, but he now a... knows about hmm. Brenda. Knowing me. Knowing you, aha, Brenda, <laughs> metallurgist and uh, forensics. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about uh, swords that have been folded two hundred times. <laughs> so, presumably the wound's healed now because there's no, you know, I think it seems to be a day, doesn't it? That it takes a day to kind of get better. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm now locked in the visual of Joe Beasley being another immortal with the. Monkey in one hand and a sword in the other. Oh, yeah, brilliant. That would be amazing. It would be great. Yeah. Oh, you cheeky monkey. Tap that. <laughs> <laughs> I think more like a paper knife. Do you know, my mum and dad used to have a paper knife that said Toledo on it. I just remember that. What's a paper knife? You know, it's like a soft-edged thing. You put any open envelopes. Oh, right, right. An envelope opener. Right. Envelope opener, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yes. I was saying that the wounds healed mainly, yes. really, for the sex scene because that's very soon after. I mean, that would have been awful if he was on oh, top and just spurting the blood mess. all over her. No, yeah. not good. No. Uh, so that's the point where we've established that. Um, it's quite eerie, though, isn't it? When you see them chatting at the zoo and you can see him just standing in the yeah, shadows. It's, good. it's nice. It's nicely done. And when when Connor walks out, he walks out as well. Out shot. I'll tell you two of my favourite eerie moments in film. Mm. One is the. Uh, Hey, Farley, hey, Farley, can you help me out? Oh, I'm an old altar boy. Oh, God, yeah. That, yeah. and then the, then she says it, mm. that's a, that is an amazing one. Yeah. My other one is Amityville Horror. Mm. The strange red-nosed man with the four cans of beer. Oh, yeah. That comes to the back door and goes, hey, there's a party going on here. Yeah. And he ne- it's never, and it, he disappears. That's always stayed with oh, me. Mine was the... The dog in the Invasion of the Body Snatchers has got the, the man's face. Oh, my God, yes. And it just comes out of the shadows and starts barking. Oh, it's Is that the John Sutherland one? Yes. Yeah, oh, terrifying. Fucking <laughs> terrified me. Yeah. Terrifying film. Yeah. Stephen King said that's the most realistic blood he's ever seen in a film when the oh. first pod gets. Oh, yeah. He said that he's never seen... Because in Skeleton Crew, because it's his commentary on films, hmm. and he says that blood, he said, I don't know where they got it from. Hmm. Yeah. So I like that, the shadow, the mm. background, yeah, mm. menacing. And uh, so he knows about Brenda now and then yeah. tracks Brenda down, obviously yeah. follows him, uh, kidnaps her. Hello, my pretty. Hello, my pretty. Mm. And then we've got this kind of New York re- reprise of 
Oh, yeah, where he drives really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts singing it. Come on, sing along. Mm. And she's like, ah, screaming. And eventually, it's all too much for her. Because there's a really heavy bit where he hits a passenger. Mm. And it kind of goes across the windscreen. Yeah. It's very realistic. It is. Not having done that, but that's how I imagine it would be. Yeah. So he's playing chicken between the lorries and everything. So that's another great... It's a great chase sequence. Right, Mm. it's not a chase. It's just a nutter driving. Yes. And it's so much, it's too much for Brenda, she uh, she passes out. Yeah, don't blame her. No, she did go, She just went, didn't she? Yeah. Um, she said, and now, he drives when I slam her... my hand down, I'd like you to do an emergency stop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Now, could you just use exercise a turn in the road using forward and reverse gears? Take the Cougar would have been all right with that. All right, well, uh, yes. Uh, make sure it's the 78 uh, Trans Am Firebird, though. So... Uh, We've got New York, New York by yeah, Queen. Yeah. And uh, Clancy drives to Silver Cup Studios. I think that's an actual still a landmark. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And they, re- they put it back up after they destroyed it with their swords. Yeah, it's also in the Princess of the Universe music video. Ah. Where Freddie f- is faced off with um, Christopher Lambert himself, dressed up as, as Connor. Brilliant. It's a good video. A great speech. She passes out. So yeah. then we get a th- we got the uh, uh, threatening voicemail. Yeah, I don't know he's got his number, but we'll ignore that. Uh, she probably had it written down. So. Oh, she's got it in in, 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 a, in a pocket rolodex. Yeah, yeah. The threatening voicemail from the the, the Coogan to the Connor. Mm-hmm. Connor's got to go, but he's got to make a very pivotal decision here. Yes, and he leaves everything to Rachel yeah. and makes her power of attorney. Yeah, she says you're not coming back, are you? You're not coming back at all. You're not not only you're not coming back from what you're gonna do, mm. you're not coming back. Yeah. And that's to spare her yeah. the kind of thing that happened with Heather, where he she grows old and he stays the same and it's just too much for him. Russell Nash dies tonight. Yes, Russell Nash dies tonight. Mm. And then we get another it's the kind of magic. Mm. And a wink. Lovely. Uh, Brenda's tied to the sign. Cut to Brenda tied to the silver cup sign. Yeah, uh, which is scaffolding and a, a big, big, big set here. Yeah, massive, massive. I don't know if it's a sound studio. I think it must be. Must be. Uh, a battle royale. Oh, it's great. Unbelievable mm. practical effects on it. Like so, to this scene and the and the car park fight. Mm. It's just amazing. I love the bit where they get into that room where is the all the blue windows along oh fantastic. and he's filmed it because the water the ground's wet so he's filmed it low down so everywhere he goes you get the reflection of the windows it's fantastic colors beautiful. everything the mm. red of the silver cup on top yeah. and then the blue wants to fall through yeah. the fall mm. isn't great no it, it, you want them to really land heavily and recover not mm. kind of you know that thing where in benny hill where they just throw a, a dummy <laughs> and cut <laughs> They'd go fall and then the dummy would hit and then yeah. they'd, they'd get up. <laughs> I'd it, have preferred that. I'd have preferred that. It's not yeah. good, John. It's all the way no. they kind of... It's not even a parkour rollout of a fall. No, because he it's could have just... run up to the Kurgan and just... Exactly. On his head. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know that? He, he was called Jackie, wasn't he, that little fella? Yes. Uh, Kate Robbins told me a brilliant story. She went, he had no teeth. Uh, that guy, mm. he'd come up, he'd appear from nowhere, wouldn't he? He'd yeah. like he'd open a barrel and he'd be in the barrel. Yeah. And he, he one of his lines, he didn't have many, mm. was he handed Benny Hill because he had no teeth, mm. handed Benny Hill a tomato. And went, Will you start me tomato for me? 
Because he couldn't bite. <laughs> Will you start me tomato for me? <laughs> they don't write them like that, John. No, they don't. Explosions. Uh, water and electricity do not mix. They do but not. But I'm, I'm thinking, well, they're all right, but Brenda. Poor old Brenda. She it's it's coming. And then uh, there's a little bit of a kind of James Bond kind of Arnie where she throws him a pipe. That's right. And, and he goes, yep. what kept you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that, we know. I think the my, my raison d'etre for that is that he's Connor is clearly confident. Oh, yeah. Sparking swords. I like that when the swords Love draw that. across each other and the sparks go. Although that always worries me because I imagine that's the actor's probably got an electrical current line going up their arm onto yeah. the sword and they're probably activating it as... Either that or they've got a standard sparkler that's lit oh, uh, along, yeah. stuck to the thing and they just go, and now! Yeah. Before it fuzz, fizzles out. Yeah. But don't pick it up because it'll... You know, oh. even when it's gone out, you don't pick it up, do you? You, you get to be that, that little sad-looking girl with the bandage on her hand. You do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so... Oh, but it's very satisfying when he finally... Whoosh, goes. It kind of goes through him, doesn't mm. he? So mm. he, he's kind of made it, and it's started lolling the head, the lolling. He makes the final cut. Yes. I like it because he's got two nasty cuts to the mm. Kurgan, and his eyes turn black. That's right, Yes. His eyes turn completely black, yeah. just like in. Uh, it's in. Is it in Legend where there's an old kind oh, of wizard? It crosses a swamp, and his eyes go black. Yeah, and also he's the actor that plays Slarty Bartfast in. <laughs> oh, right, Hitchhiker's Guide. There's also the guy in Nightbreed, funnily enough, who's got the black eyes. He's well. got the black eyes also, as well. Also, isn't it in Legend when the girl at Mia Sara, when she gets kind of seduced by the deep devil, her eyes go black as well. I think, I think it is that, because it's like a mm. kindly wizard, but then you realise mm. he's got black eyes now, and he's not. It's like, yeah. But I do like a black contact lens. It looks great. It does. And you can tell he's evil at that point. And then you're not entirely sure whether he's actually made the full cut. No. Nope. Then it lolls off. Mm. It rolls off, and then it's animated. Mm. I quite like it. It looks great, and then you get that beautiful, extreme close-up to Lambo with his hair slicked back, looking gorgeous. Yes, and says, "There can be only one." <laughs> but then that explosion! Mm. My God! All the uh, windows go. All bang, 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 bang. Oh, it looks massive, great, massive, man. massive thing. Yeah. And there's a bit where he's covered in. Well, you know, breakaway sugar glass. I, yeah. I would imagine it still cuts you that stuff. Does it? Yeah, if you're mm. not careful. Um, yeah. But the animation, you know what I noticed? The mm. tattoo on the, you know, those creatures that appear. Yeah. And, and when he's a, he's a, there's a very, very, if I'm being very pedantic, there's only a very brief moment you see the wire. It's yeah. been disguised beautifully, and they haven't done it in post. They've just filmed it, lit it so well. Hmm. You can't actually see when he's spinning around. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the style of that animation, I I think it's very similar to that sort of the tattoo that the Kurgan has on the yeah, side of his head. It seems it similar. Reminds me a bit of the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark as well. But like, yeah, turned exactly. up to 11. When they open the Covenant mm. and they turn it up to 11, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's done. And then it cuts to him and Brenda. Sat yes, and... the Scottish tourist uh, advert. That's the right. tourist board advert part. I know, wardrobes really let themselves down and goes, mm. okay, uh, 
So, um, your Roxanne got you in a lovely lemon pastel, and that will complement Christoph in the pink. Mm. So they've got like two. They've been to the Edinburgh wool shop, haven't they? And gone, oh, these are lovely. Yeah. They put them in there. It's a bit of a picnic basket in the background. I think there's an apple and an orange sat on top. Put a banana uh, in the middle for laughs. Hey, yeah. There's some red wine uh, that's uh, uh, imbibed. Yeah. I don't think he's entirely sure about because he's been drinking bottles that are 400 years old, so yeah, exactly. he really knows his stuff. Yeah, and he tells her that he's, um, I, I can love you now because I'm, he basically says he's mortal. He's mortal, they mm. can have children together yes. and he can grow old. Yeah. But he said, I'm not entirely sure with this because he goes, if I concentrate, I know what people are thinking all over the world. Presidents, diplomats, scientists, I can help them understand each other. So he'll get killed then. Well, yeah, he'll, he'll die be because surely. he he wants world peace, doesn't he? Really, yeah. that's just a lovely, that's oh, a lovely f- ideal. I'm sorry, John, but if if I am immortal and I've been around for a long time, it's not much of a prize to lose that. Got to be honest. Well, yeah, but then this love comes in the way, John, and if you mm. fall in love again, you've got that misery again. It's like someone saying, "Right, your prize is we're going to inject you with a, a critical illness." <laughs> okay. All right then. Thanks very much. How long okay. have I got? Maybe he's had enough, John, you know. Maybe 400 years. I, it's like, oh, yeah, call it a day now. I mean, he's lucky he's not like someone like Morrissey because they'd be just really miserable after 300 years. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to make... You, you'd chop his head off, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You never prepared me for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, so he goes... So, he, 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 yeah, uh, then we have a voiceover yeah. from Sean. Have you written it down? I haven't. No, what okay. is it? <clears throat> I Patience, Highlander. You have done well. That's it. But it will take time. There are generations being born and dying. You're at one with all living things. Each man's thoughts and dreams are yours to know. You have power beyond imagination. Use it well, my friend. Don't lose your head. You never prepared me for that, you Spanish peacock. So, nice work there. Yeah. Um, and uh, that rem- very reminiscent of uh, the ghostly Anakin and, and the Yoda looking yes, on. So yes. he's not really he's still his ethereal voice is yeah. kind of like he's still watching over him because mm. we might have a franchise here. That's right. And then and the- then they pan out and it looks like a Scot. I put it. It looks like an advert for the Scottish Tourist Board yes. or a modelling shoot for Grattan Catalan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love it. I do love it, and then- I love it. Very it's much. Such a good film. It was so I nice still enjoy it very much. Mm. I think it stood the test of time. It's a masterful bit of just some amazing, amazing, amazing uh, cinema, uh, cinematic mm. ideas in that film. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of British people behind it as well. So yes. It wasn't all kind of like, and it's not heavily CGI. It's a lot of practical effects. Yeah. Cast is strong. Mm-hmm. I guess a thumbs up from me. What does it get on IMDb for as, a, as a rating? I don't know. Let's have a look. Because yeah, there was does. talk for a while, wasn't there, about Gerard Butler doing a remake? That would have been quite fun. He'd have been better. He'll be better uh, to do it than than the, one of the Hemsworths. Surely yeah. he's getting on a bit though. But I think mm-hmm. still, I think makes not, sense. Maybe not now, but it was talked about like when he did Three Hundred all those years ago. They did a series, didn't they? With yeah, something completely did. different. But they yeah. did. There was. A, I think there's a, there's four films, and then the 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 the, the, the Mario Van Peebles is a baddie in three. In three, the sorcerer. Yeah. And then do I you think... know about? Sorry, I'm slightly going off track here. So mm. I spoke. So I did a. I did some. Uh, I did some trail. I did do some trailers for for a documentary today, mm. and a guy said, "Are you?" Um, do you know about the film Operation Kid Brother? 
Yes. And do you know about O.K. Connery? Yes. Are they the same? Fi- are they the same film? I think they are. Yeah. So it's Sean Connery's brother, Neil. That's right. He was a yeah, yeah. plumber or something. Wasn't I've he? not. I've not watched it. Mm. Three point five out of ten. That gets. Yeah. But Highlander gets seven out uh, of ten. Seven's fine. Yeah. Seven's fine. Yeah. But they didn't. What they did in the sequel is they made it that that Connor was a scientist, still immortal. So they ignore what happens at the end of the first one. And to save the ozone layer, because that was big at the time, he built a shield. And because he built a shield, he then lost his immortality. And I'm like, have you lads watched the first one? Because he lost it at the end. No. So oh, no. silly. It's a stupid film. So yeah, a different actor <clears throat> played the. the in the, there was a series. I didn't hmm. see it though. I don't. Well, I think the fourth Highlander film. It might be the fourth or the fifth. One of the two has Lambert and the guy it, from the TV that's series right. together. I've seen that, but a mm. long time ago. Mm. Uh, but also, there isn't Outlander, that's time travel, isn't it? About a woman that can travel from the present day back to the Scottish Islands. I think so. I don't know. I've never seen it. I have not seen it. I no. think it's uh, more of a, a lady view, that. It's a bit of a romantic thing. Oh. Wonderful. Thank you, John. Thank nice you, to be back. John. Lovely to have you back. And don't yes. stay away that long again. There can be only one. There can be only one. You've done well. Yes, thank you. You never prepare me for that, you Spanish speaker. <laughs> Don't lose your head. All the best. All the best. Cheers, John. Bye bye. Cheers, mate.
Yeah.